0: This is None Like Joshua, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. This is acmg presents talk time live extra select start i am your host xavier josiah we got a lot of big news to talk about it's a really hot week this week but none hotter than the news that i have for you today uh related to a lot of video games we are counting down the days to e3 2019 this will be the first e3 without sony or playstation's appearance on here in fact so much so they already took the first shot already this week and giving us big big news on what's to come later this year so we're going to talk about that and also in my new segment the final stage thanks to our acmg members i have the ability to do a review of a book not a game this is a book a book that if you're a fan of mario you have to have if you don't already have it already and that is the super mario brothers encyclopedia 30 years of super mario brothers now granted yes it doesn't cover the recent stuff but guaranteed you're still going to want this and we'll talk about that later on on the final stage so stay tuned for that as well but let's get into some news right now because again sony has literally put in a shot the first shot leading into this year's E3, but they're not a part of E3. They decided to step down. They now have the State of Play, which is their showcase, which is supposed to be like the uh, Nintendo Direct, which it's very Nintendo Direct-like at this time. They haven't had the right algorithm and and, and formula to make it as impactful and, and anticipating as Nintendo Direct. Nintendo Direct does a phenomenal job in doing these showcases. Every so often these uh, video conferences. And. I think Sony wanted to capitalize on that. And do it that way. They haven't gotten their niche yet. They haven't found a type of way. To really make it epic. As Nintendo Direct does. Nintendo Direct constantly comes out. With some great news. Release dates all the time. Big surprises every single time. They do- they really, really don't fail us on that note. So. They decided to step down for their own reasons, and I guess we'll be hearing news as going along, but one of the biggest news that we got the chance to hear is the news that we were finally looking forward to, one of them, at least. I believe the other one will be Final Fantasy VII, which the last state of play, if you remember, really didn't give us any information. It didn't tell us anything about what they were doing or what they were going to do. And that kind of pissed a lot of people off. That pissed me off. Let's be honest. I was really pissed off. I'm like, you're just, you're, there's still no release date on this. Like, you're, people are getting, ex- what are people getting excited for? You're, we don't have a release date on this. This is, you know, classic Square Enix. I hope that they don't wind up doing the same thing that they did with Kingdom Hearts on that because that'll be a big fail on air. But they, pre- they premiered the full length trailer. And a full eight-minute trailer, to of *Death Stranding*. *Death Stranding*, which was done by Hideo Kojima's much-anticipated game for Sony Entertainment Interactive Entertainment, and developed by Kojima Productions. Uh, Let's go down to it. I got my notes here. We're going to get right to it. The trailer starts with the character Cliff telling what looks like one of the babies they used to. that everything was going to be okay and he was actually serenading and singing to the baby so it then goes into another clip that sh- uh, you know it just shows him caressing like an old picture uh, we then see this followed by a trailer uh, then switches over to the main character Sam who is played by Norman Reedus riding a motorcycle up a hill with the birds following him Sam then stopped at the end of the hill and uh, almost to the fact that he almost fell off and he stopped just in time next we see a clip shows sam at a house with a woman in a hospital as she tells uh sam that we need to make america whole again sam then tells her america's finished and this is a post-apocalyptic version of america as you can see sam tells the ailing woman who then turns out to be the president of the united states you are the president of jack shit so you know you see where this is going uh we then see sam on, uh put on a uniform with his hair slicked back uh as the trailer shows us gameplay footage for the first time ever very much for the first time ever so from this point We see scenes of Sam traveling to beautiful grasslands, apocalyptic environments, and snowy regions. Sam is also equipped with many items to help him along the way, uh, including a ladder that reaches to steep mountain uh, areas. Now, just think of Horizon Zero Dawn or uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. This is kind of like, the HUD is kind of like that here. So the HUD prompts up to show a variety of different items that you use uh, as the players, you know, select mountain climbing poles and strike down, that uh, strike down, you know, the ground and allows you to climb down the mountain safely. Just a whole bunch of survival materials here, pretty much. Um, and there's another scene after this that uh, shows the character fragile. Uh, being held captive by a militant separatist group called Homo Demons, and at least that's to my knowledge what they were calling them, uh, who goes from town to town destroying everything and everyone. We then go back to the gameplay footage uh, of, Sam, of Sam actually hiding and running from people wearing uh, yellow biohazard suits that with weapons at that. So we also see action and gameplay footage of Sam I, uh, is defending himself with Brawling. He doesn't do any martial arts or anything. It's just him just swinging and kicking any type of way that he can. It's just basic, like, ballroom brawling, and it seems like at this point. No real form or, you know, uh, technique to it. But he's just trying to survive. Uh, it suddenly rains, and the men in yellow decided to flee due to the coming BTs, which is the dark, shadowy beings uh, who lurk and destroy anyone in their path. During the rainy weather, as far as we know that they only come out in the rain Uh, to combat this, Sam uses what is called a bridge baby, which consists of a newborn baby in a containment unit that is strapped to the suit. So if you've seen a lot of these trailers, you've seen that there is always a baby coming out of whatever it was that he's coming out of. And these babies are apparently energy sources of some kind, which to which we'll learn more, I guess, when the game comes out and people start playing the game, and the story develops. Uh, the man talking to Sam says that connected to the bridge baby makes him feel like shit, to which Sam replies, well, it does take you to the other side. It freaks me out, too. So it looks like that these babies have a big purpose in your gameplay, and as you can see, the gameplay footage, which they show next, it does, in fact, does something of that nature. Uh, it appears that to be Sam in another world and it is inhabited by what they call the BT's I think that's what they call the BT's they don't exactly explain what the BT's or the DT's were uh, while he is in the one in this world a huge backpack I mean like like this thing looks heavy as hell like he has this, he's wearing this huge backpack looks like it has a ton of whatever in there and he's carrying it around everywhere and trying to fend off you know people with it it's crazy uh, but he's wearing his huge backpack and activated the uh, bridge baby which in fact glows and along with this antenna or satellite that also accompanies the big backpack so he's wearing this for protection i guess it's like really weird it's like having it looks like having like wearing a air conditioner in your back that's what it looks like like an old school heavy air conditioner i like the smaller heavy air conditioners by the way i keep saying this why haven't we discovered or designed flat panel air conditioners yet i don't get it it like i'm tired of lifting up engines so come on japan where were you where you at with that or do y'all use air conditioners at all i don't know but i digress um they catch up with him as he walks through the dark land the bts discover him and which sam begins to run like hell away from them they catch up to him and begin to suck him deep underground using dozens of shadowy hands trying to pull them down almost like death like literally like death if you watch the Raiders of the Lost Ark the end of the original Raiders of the Lost Ark is kind of like that that's what they kind of did with that so it was really creepy really scary and uh very interesting was, you know very interesting to see what that entails we go back to gameplay footage of sand defending himself using a semi-auto, uh, semi-automatic weapon blasting away enemies that burst into flames so he eventually does get weapons to protect himself like that and um again these these are other bees that are like just turning into dust so there's more than just the bts out there it is and the yellow people in the yellow there's he's going to be inhabited by a whole bunch of different enemies that he's going to have to fend off and it's it's looks really creepy and scary um the voice of asked sam to head west there's a disembodied voice that asks sam to head west almost i think rather he's it's a disembodied voice or he's talking to somebody in a walkie-talkie or a communicator or a com or whatever uh but the voice tells him to head west and finish the mission emily started sam says rebuilding america isn't going to get rid of the bts uh the woman replies at least we have hope the title logo shows up the trailer has an end credit scene there, where a soldier comes from out of the dark, and it, it, not only just out of the dark, he comes from, he rises from within the water, these the dark tar-like water, and along with him, four skeletal soldiers in soldier uniforms uh, come up as this guy smokes a cigarette. The soldier, which looks to be the character Higgs in this series. Uh, says that it's hard to uh, to make connections with when you can't shake hands. Fortunately, I can I have good connections on the other side. The soldier then flicks the cigarette to the tar-like water, to which it ignites flames all around them. Doesn't affect them at all, and he orders them to start walking forward. And they walk forward, unaffected by the fire. That's creepy and badass at the same time. So this cast we talked about this cast briefly but let's get into detail about this cast normaritas plays as sam he i mean everybody who's playing in this in this movie is playing as themselves so they're like grafting cgi and they're playing as their own self but as a character so this is really absolutely without a doubt a hollywood production you know game that is totally you know made to be like a blockbuster movie uh, it's 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 really awesome. He looks exactly like him in mean, all types of detail and everything is you know of his look and feel. It's just awesome. Uh, Matt Micuson, I've seen this guy before. I forgot where I've seen him, but he's playing Cliff. Uh, Leo uh, Leah Sado is playing uh, Fragile. Margaret Qualley is as Mama. Who uh, who that? This is a big one, and I've seen he he was at the Game Awards, I believe, last year, and now we know why. Gemo? del Toro, Oscar-winning director Guillermo del Toro, as Deadman. He is in this game. This is huge, absolutely huge. For all you uh, Pacific Rim fans, he, you're gonna love this. Um, this, he's in here. He's gonna be playing a part. I don't know to what extent, but he is definitely in this game. It's awesome. Nicholas Wendy D is and I'm probably butchering the last name is Hartman also a special appearance Tommy Earl Jenkins is Hard man Troy Baker the only actual voice actor and I mean they're all actors but he's like known for doing voice acting of video games and anime and tv shows he's in here as Higgs so I don't know if this is possibly the biggest role that he had consistent of the some of the biggest actors he have i'm not sure he's been in a hell of a lot of different shows and movies uh and anime animated movies and such and the funny part about him he's like i don't think i've ever seen him in a live action movie at all I've said this many a times he has this bradley cooper look about him he could absolutely do live action you know Movies and shows or whatever, it just you never see him. It's weird. I guess I don't know if I could ever talk to him. I would ask him that, and it, it's really weird. It's like this is a he's a great looking dude, but he has he's like, he prefer even Nolan North like both of these guys prefer to do just you know voice acting as opposed to live action you know acting. But it, to them, you know, and at the end of the day, it, to them it's probably all acting. So, um, in a sense, but just doing it, and it is you know you're you're playing a role and you know it doesn't matter whether you do it or not as long as you make that role his voice his voice talents is remarkable so but this is awesome to see him in here because i think he does deserve to be among all of these guys a- absolutely Lindsay wagner another great established you know actress is playing um, um emily in this uh the character in mechanical design by uh yoji uh Shindikawa, and This coming it's coming this year not only this year it's coming during the fourth quarter which is november 8th i believe that's still considered the fourth quarter of the year so this is huge news the fact that they even came out with this weeks away from e3 i still have no idea why they decided not to go to e3 i don't think there's been any information as to why they truly have stepped down for going to e3 they were the marquee company every year they always had these great what with, with the except all right with the exception of last year last year was kind of it was kind of lackluster i don't know why the only thing they showed was spider-man at the time which was already known for coming out there was no new releases there was no and but the years before that they've been knocking it out the park last year nintendo killed it they absolutely killed it last year with all the information that they showed so i'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do from this point on are they going to come out with a state of play in a few weeks or whatever like that announcing some more new stuff can we get a release date for final fantasy 7 for christ's sake uh and whatever else is coming out so it'll be interesting to see from there square enix let's move on to square enix here uh this is interesting remember the avengers game that they were talking about that project marvel game today were coming out where they finally revealed some information on the long awaited marvel project the game will be called marvel's avengers and it will be revealed this year at this year's e3 uh at, right in june 10th uh, i believe so here's the problem they they teased it but somebody mistakenly leaked a little bit more information on what this entail now as we know especially of last year nintendo announced that they were coming out with the long-awaited marvel ultimate alliance which many of us thought that this was the case with square enix we thought that square enix was going to be the one to come out with marvel ultimate alliance 3 no nintendo dropped a bomb and team ninja dropped a bomb on us and tech bokoi dropped a bomb on us saying that they're the ones that are going to be bringing this out and exclusively to the nintendo switch so now we have the other news so we're still waiting on square enix wondering whether they're going to come out of this if it's not going to be ultimate alliance 3 so this is going to be interesting because they are now coming out with this and now apparently information has been leaked already as to what's going to what uh going to be in with this a man named evan Phil uh philarka Screen capped a tweet by square enix i believe or I, I don't know if it was square enix or somebody but there was information leaked talking about actual information involving the game and what it's going to entail the original version of the tweet said that it uh, expect to be to have continuous single player experience and a co-op gameplay with up to four players does that not sound familiar to you that's the exact formula, oh I'm sorry, the exact formula of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Very interesting. The gamer will also be able to customize your hero to fit your play style and combine powers to defend an ever expanding world under constant threat. Also, sounds like Ultimate Alliance. Very interesting. I mean, Ultimate Alliance is known for being a four player co-op or four player single player with four or four uh you know four co, um, players you know AIs if you will being able to work along with you so this is very interesting that they're doing this now granted they, the one indication here that stands out is the expanding world under con- uh, constant threat and that means that one of two things it could be ongoing constant battles or they could be They'll be updating, constantly updating online content, which I I got a feeling that's what it's going to be, and I'm not going to be too much of a fan of that, because when you interact too much online, I've noticed that in a lot of games, when you start interacting too much online features to games that should be single player, it becomes a bit of a chaos. We already kind of see that with Mortal Kombat 11. Even though they have a great single-player mode, the interaction of the online play plays a huge factor in why this thing keeps crashing every so often. And there are certain crashes, and it's because they are constantly upgrading the game. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure another realm is going to be patching that soon, and they, you know, to create more stability with it, but... It really is a pain whenever they do this. And I don't like games when they are more engulfed in online features and gameplays because it takes away. I do like the way, give credit to Bandai Namco, because what they always do, if you don't want to be involved with the online aspect, you can opt out to be in uh, in the online aspect. And I wish more game companies and developers do that. Give you the option to rather be, you know, so you can be able to play the online experience without having any problems and they started that with xenoverse and they continued it on from there and i like that they do that i wish other people would do that and i think if you have if you allow the offline mode to be separated from the online mode and allow you to be able to want to do that then that's fine i think the way that they the algorithm and 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 the way that they have it you know with the way they do it works very fine had no problems with that uh dragon ball heroes super dragon ball heroes uh is another one i you know you could play offline with that and you know have any no disruptions no crashes any problems i never had any problems with those games at all so we will see uh again this comes up on june 10th at 6 p.m pacific standard time 12 a.m eastern standard time yeah you got to be up late for this but i guarantee you people are going to end up staying up for late i am going to be checking it out On that date as well. I'm going to be covering a whole bunch of things. Uh, Hopefully hopefully I can get Chris Milicinas back on the show. I know he's probably going to be attending E3 so it'll be very interesting to see if I can get him back on and get his views on this year as well he was here last year with me to talk about all of the things that uh e3 if you don't guys know who chris millicinas is this guy is a historian of video games he has written his own book called the art of video games from pac-man of uh mass effect i met him at the smithsonian museum years ago and reacquainted myself with him he's been on the show twice uh i he's if anybody else to talk about video games on a deeper note he's the guy to talk about to talk to he's also done a TED, a few ted talks as well on uh game development and, and such as well so he's very knowledgeable and deep in the, in the game he's been a, he's been in the game for a very long time so uh hopefully i can get him back on to talk about it this year It'd be awesome to uh, hear his views on everything that's going on from there so uh a little bit of news for you racing fans need for, a new need for speed game is coming this year but will not be revealed at E3. This uh, game will also celebrate the 25th anniversary of the game series. This is exactly like Fast and Furious. This is a game series, I'm like, eh, I don't know if this is going to last. And it ends up lasting even more. And part of it is because they changed their game storyline format to become that of... It it, it really has a Fast and Furious now storyline attached to it as well. So, the last Need for Speed uh, game, Speed uh, Payback was met with a lot of mixed reviews due to their upgrade system and action sequences. So we will see. EA hopes to uh, come out better this time uh, with, their, with their last installment. So I it will not be revealed, but be sure if you're a big fan of uh, the Need for Speed series, it is coming out soon. So stay tuned for that. Uh, speaking of Konami, no, they don't have uh, Hideo Kojima, but they do have Contra, which is also coming back very soon not a new contra but celebration of the old now we talked about this uh a while ago with the castlevania anniversary collection which is coming out uh very soon if not already it's coming out soon i believe i don't know if it's coming out yet or maybe coming out in in july and i'm sorry june i did look in the eShop; is coming out very soon but konami is also planning to come out with contra anniversary collection this one i'm actually very interested in because they are showing that they're coming out with a lot of great games for it including the original arcade contra which is awesome i don't know if the contra code is going to work with that but we'll see super contra from the rk series super c which is uh the nes version of the game contra 3 the alien wars from super nes contra hardcore sega genesis or Sega Mega Drive, which they call it, is which is the Genesis, Uh, Contra, the original Contra from the NES. Now, so you got to remember, the Contra from the arcade had better graphics at the time, whereas the Contra from the NES, which actually got a lot more play than the arcade, was actually the favorite of many in the NES days, but it was 8-bit. So they also have Contra Famicom, which is just the Japanese version, of it coming out operation c which was the gameboy version per probotector which was the sega mega drive i don't know if this is the japanese title for contra but i'm thinking it is super probotector with Freddy NES so I'm thinking that these are the Japanese versions and this is what they call Contra during those during the Japanese uh releases of these games I had never heard of that game the the title of those games whatsoever so I'm thinking that it's going to be entitled to that a free update with more games will be coming soon as well which uh is said to include the following another Contra Con- Super Contra Contra C Contra 3 Operation C Contra Hardcore I now, hope Contra Hardcore... Now, there was a later Contra game that came out for the PlayStation. I'm hoping that's actually it, because it was really cool. They actually redesigned the characters and gave it a more of an anime feel. It was a little bit... It, it's very interesting. I, I'm hoping that is, that's exactly what it is. But all of this is coming out. Like the Castlevania series, it will be for uh, 20 bucks, and there's no date as to when it'll come out, but it'll be out very soon, I'm sure. So, this is going to be really good. I I'll always love the game. It's one of the most fun games ever. It really is the game that truly, truly made the Contra Code or the Konami Code very famous to this day. So, it's also, if you realize the name of this podcast, Select Start. kind of a off play of the konami code because the last two buttons that you got to push for the konami code is up up down down left right left right ba select start and that's where you get this from so uh i'll be more than happy to uh check this game out and give a review of it. it it should be a lot of fun just you know if anything just to be able to grab all these retro games of your childhood and stuff like that and realize from a art history standpoint of how far we've come evolution wise this is very great this is also a great thing to see so here's another game to look out for this i believe this week 1980x a game by the company hit high bit games which is about a kid in his life as a gamer 1980X will also include a mashup of game genres including beat-em-up brawlers, side-scrolling action, racing, RPG, and side-scrolling shooters. It's coming out June 20th to the Switch and the PC with a later release soon from there. The game, I saw the trailer. It's really, really cool. Um, Looks very interesting. I think there's going to be something deeper than just playing mashup games. Like, this kid has a story. He seems like a kid going through some type of a situation and he's utilizing these games in order to do it so this i have it what intrigued me about this trailer is the deeper story that may be involved in it and they didn't really tell you exactly what was going on with the kid but it's just saying it's a kid playing these games and it's not just a uh, beat-em-up brawler it's not just a ninja game it's not just a racing game it's not just an rpg it's all of that combined but there's a story behind it and i'm very interested in this story I if I can I'll try to get uh in touch with High Bit Games and see if I can get more information and get them on the show to talk about that on our exclusive. But I'm I'm very intrigued with this game and I'm looking forward to seeing what they'll do with that. It's coming out soon. Again, June 20th for all the other systems and the Switch and the PC at a later date. So stay tuned for that. If you want more information at this time, go to 1980xthegame.com for more information there. So i will going to take a break from this segment, come back and talk about the must-have for Mario fans. That is the Super Mario Brothers Encyclopedia, 30 years of the greatest game ever. We'll do that right after this. live.com talktomelive.com provides all of our acmg content with new and previous episodes exclusive interviews articles and much more visit talktomelive.com and let us help you learn to let go live life and love all things acmg gamers we are back with our new segment which is called the final stage this stage will cover all hot topics in the world of gaming or reviews that i have so again thank you to our acmg facebook group i recently did a poll asking them as to what they consider calling the final battle in a video game in fact final battle was one of the ones that i mentioned but also final stage and final boss or you know last level or whatever like that final stage was the most voted one and I chose that one it it is very appropriate to the segment of the show and this is literally the final stage of the show and again this is where i'll be talking about topics and as well as reviews so for this our inaugural final stage segment i will be reviewing super mario encyclopedia the super mario brothers encyclopedia to be exact covering 30 years of one of the most iconic games, the game, the Mickey Mouse of all video games. Thirty years, the first thirty years at least. It has been more than thirty years, and this came out last year. So, and that's not even counting Odyssey or any other games that's been coming out ever since for it. So, uh, they have not added the newer ones. Just the first thirty years from two from nineteen eighty five to two thousand fifteen. But with that said, why this is still a must have? Because it covers so much deep. Detail. This is a two over 265 page book, I believe, or 55 or something like that. I'll figure it out. I believe I've written it on my notes. 55 actually. It's 255 pages of non stop detailed information about the game and the makings of the game. And I mean, everything. It's just so I don't know how long it took them to put it together, but it's awesome it is a absolute if you are a fan like i am if you're old school gamer like i am and used to love buying the game magazines like nintendo power game pro uh electronic gaming monthly which was one of my all-time best and i wish they would still do magazines at least even if it was just digital magazines i wish they go back i know EGMNow.com is keeping that uh alive and well i don't know if they have a magazine i need to check that to be honest but nonetheless they were some of my favorite game fan as well absolutely game fan was one of my favorites but within that there were also strategy guys that also had some great information illustrations and it was more or less about the illustrations we used to love especially artists like me who really love character designs like keiji inafune uh character design for Man and other stuff like that never know who the artist was for mario now that you think about it i need to check into that but i it couldn't have been miyamoto but it had to be somebody else i don't think miyamoto was actually the artist for that he was just a developer not to say just a developer but you get what i'm saying but nonetheless it just had full of colorful pages and stuff like that and this book carries that nostalgic tradition in my opinion it's a beautiful book it's a heavy book it's a book I was actually going to purchase when I headed to Nintendo New York uh, a few months back with my wife, but I never got—I never didn't wind up getting it, and come to find out, it sells outside of that, and thank, thank goodness it is. Uh, shout out to my ACMG member and good friend, Craig Holland. He looked out for me. He actually saw the book at Target. It was 30% off. I'm like, awesome. Can you grab it for me? He grabbed it, dropped it off, and here we are talking about it right now so craig shout out to him he's going to be with me uh attending the philly version of the the last movie for marvel studios and that's spider-man far from home we're going to be uh you know chilling hopefully with a bunch of other people looking forward to uh joining with other acmg members as well we had a great time for Mar- for two of the movies that we got to see captain marvel was one of them and i what was the other one that we got to see. I forgot the other one that we went to go see. But it was definitely I think a Marvel related movie. It was Ant-Man and the Wafts. That's what it was. But you know, we're going to be doing a lot of that soon. So again, this is part of why I love ACMG so much. We, you know, we as a group, six years, seven years, I believe, going to seven, uh, just looked out for each Always looks out for each other from time to time. And I love that. I absolutely enjoy the camaraderie of you know, the Facebook group and the fact that we can actually come out of the virtual world and actually meet each other and have fun and enjoy things together as well. But I digress. The book celebrates the first 30 years of the franchise again from 1985 to 2015. The games that are talked about deeply in this includes of course, super Mario brothers one, the original super Mario brothers two from Japan, which is known as the lost levels here, super Mario land, super Mario three. Uh, also Not only does Super Mario 2 get mentioned, but they separate it by calling our version, the American version of Super Mario 2, Super Mario Brothers USA. So in Japan, that's what they consider it because to those who are familiar with it and to those who are not familiar with it, Super Mario came out with Super Mario Brothers 2, which in fact was an original game, originally in Japan, as something else. And I forgot what it was. It's in the book. But they uh, re- they rebooted this game and made it a Mario game, a one of the most standout contrast of Mario games that you can ever see. Compared to all the other games that you see th- throughout the years, this is still one of the most standout versions of the game series ever, and it's one of the most beloved versions of the game ever as well. Uh, they came out with that for us, which was a much fun, more fun and easy user-friendly version compared to the second mario that they did in japan which became the lost levels years later for us which in fact is one of the hardest mario games still to this day outside of anybody who now creates their own levels in mario maker one and two when that comes out so um they mentioned that there but super mario land now chronologically they named it so super mario 1 super mario brothers 2 in japan super mario usa super mario land which came out after that before that and uh super mario 3 afterwards super mario world is mentioned as well super mario land 2 super mario 64 super mario sunshine new super mario brothers the first game to ever hit the nintendo ds super mario galaxy uh, new super mario brothers wii super mario uh galaxy 2 which is the one i think i actually purchased i didn't get the first galaxy I, i believe i went and got the second one uh super mario land 3d one of my actual absolute favorites that is my absolute favorite not of all but it was one of my i had so much fun playing that on a uh, 3ds it was absolutely fun uh new super mario brothers 2 which also was a very fun game and new super mario brothers u which i actually recently got for the switch it was my least favorite of the bunch and that's really saying a lot that it is really really saying a lot there now What I wish they would have done, and I haven't exactly gone through the entire book uh, yet, but I did skim through a lot. They don't talk about the crossover series or the other series like Mario Tennis or Mario Racing or whatever like that, which I wish they kind of did because those games expanded out into other things, especially Super Mario. But you do get 255 pages of minute detail information that covers storylines, characters, stages, specials items special suits and inside info on each game it also talks about the history of both u.s and japan releases and what went down during that situation like i just mentioned deeply more de- more detailed than i gave for the super mario brothers 2 or u.s uh, u.s releases as well so all of that great illustrations and colors the colorful books it's just really well done uh that you've grown in love is all here all of those illustrations from each game is on here uh hopefully they will have an updated version of this, adding the recent, uh, you know, including, you know, Super Mario Odyssey, which absolutely is the best. Rather they do an updated version or they just do a single book talking about the development of Super Mario Odyssey. I absolutely, personally, I don't know, I can't speak for every other gamer, but I believe that is my all-time favorite Mario game ever odyssey just i don't know how they're going to top that i absolutely have no idea how they're going to top uh mario odyssey it, it's just phenomenal and it was a great love if this if that was in fact the last mario game we'll ever see which i clearly doubt they when they could have went out with a bang with that game it was absolutely undoubtedly the best freaking mario game of all so and of course smash brothers i would love to have more information on the the over the year developments of that game as well overall an introduction uh with an introduction by uh the manager and analysis and development takashi uh tezuka uh who talks about how he got to work on nintendo and and his experience with helping to develop uh the mario games throughout the years it's really awesome a great introduction overall this book is a fantastic book It should be a collector's addition to any Mario or Nintendo fan out there that has loved this character for for years. My only thing is that I hope they update it, but other than that, this is a definite great gift to get anybody, whether it's Birthday, who is a fan of Nintendo, of course, for birthdays or especially Christmas. This is a great Christmas gift for people. Uh, And I know there's a Zelda version, too. They also have a Zelda encyclopedia as well, which I was originally going to get, too. But I'm glad I was able to pick up this one and maybe uh, down the line I'll gra- uh, get that one to check it out as well. But for now, if you're a Nintendo fan and you weren't aware of this or you did and you wonder what, you know, what, was it worth it? I can definitely say it's definitely worth it if I give it a grade. Absolutely an A plus here. So go out of your way to check it out. If you go online, you can pick it up on Amazon, Target. Does have it in stock, and whenever apparently, according to Craig, whenever it's on stock, it immediately gets off the shelf. Uh, especially when it's on for 30% off. So, the game, I believe the book was like 30 40 bucks, and it, you know, it was probably like 30 or yeah, 35 40 bucks, something like that. 30% off. I think I paid for it like 19, uh, 1956. or something like that to that extent so um it's worth it it's worth the full price it's worth the sale price as well so go out of your way to check it out in some form or fashion i was checking to see if they actually had they do have a i believe there is a kindle version out there for people with tablets and ipads and everything however i never know how to purchase a book on ipad when they say it's on there they do have a kindle version but it's usually like the first few pages to sample it but then there's never the ability to get the full pages because i would have actually have gotten this digitally and had it for my ipad or whatever like that but there's no way of doing it that way. So I can't tell you how to do it digitally. If there is, if anybody knows, let me know or I'll still be searching for it because I could do a lot of even greater things with the digital versions. So, but nonetheless, it's still a great tabletop, you know, thing to have if you're a gamer and you got other friends that are gamers and they come out over to your place and you know f- something really cool for them to check it out. So go out of your way to find it; it's out there, very easy to get. And ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. Thank you guys so very much as always for checking out this show and more. Please go out of your way to check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean, as well as TalkTimeLive.com. You can check that out. I have. Some things coming up next week, this Sunday... Uh, I will be reviewing Swamp Thing, which I believe is coming out today and after this show, after this show, and I'll finish, you know, putting this out, I will be watching that as well and some other news that has come out this week and some really interesting news has come out this week, some new trailers coming out we'll be talking about on Sunday, so stay tuned for that. Brandon Wright, you guys, if you guys remember him or know that name, he uh, was the creator of the web series called Dead Star. I will be having him and another guest involved with his latest Uh, Project that will be coming out soon. So we'll be talking about that next week as well. So stay tuned. I will possibly have him, I believe, maybe Wednesday, next Wednesday, to talk about that. So stay tuned for that and much, much more. And again, there's a lot of things going on down the line. There's a lot of things going on involving Keystone Comic Con right now. Uh, I might talk about that or not. I'm not sure. We'll see how that goes from there. I'm I'm keeping an eye on things right now, but uh, there's some things going on down the line that uh we'll keep you informed with and and indefinite so stay tuned for that and much much more people thank you so very much as always keep supporting us keep this growing and uh we'll stay tuned for this and much much more but for now on behalf of everything going on in the world of our favorite fandoms this is Dak Saver Josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is ACMG presents talk time live I am out here I'll talk to you guys on Sunday